Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Morning. Wake up. It's Monday. Let's get after it, right? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin here, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests will join us on the Goodyear Hotline. My name is Shay Cornette. His name is Jordan Cornette. And yes, we have the same last name because... We do live in the same house together. Uh, good morning, everyone. Or we're married. And yeah. we're married. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in for Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin, the three guys this morning. We're hanging out with you this week, and we're very excited to do that. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning. It's good to be here. New digs. New digs. I know. This is like, we should have came in with like Upgrade You by Beyonce, because normally we're doing like radio and television from our own home, <laughs> and this is yeah, right? very different. Occasionally from Bristol, and now we're, we're out here at Seaport. Yeah, it's, it's it feels, cool. uh, yeah, we got a little upgrade. So yeah, New Digs is a good thing. Um, all right, over the weekend, lots to get to. Training camps are already underway in the NFL, but... Packers report to training camp tomorrow, and so since it is the top of the week, and there were some things that developed over the weekend, right? We got to discuss what is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Will he be at training camp tomorrow for the Green Bay Packers? Probably not. Although there are some signs that are pointing to, to perhaps him showing up later on down the road, and that would be because both him and Devonte Adams posted the exact same Instagram story over the weekend, and it was a picture of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen high fiving each other on the basketball court. And actually, you saw this before I. And because we live together, you showed it to me and said, Shay, what do you think this means? It took me a minute to process, but it all relates back to the last dance. And so maybe this could possibly be Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Last hurrah, last dance together while they're in Green Bay. That's not words they've said. It's just an Instagram post, but something we could read into. Yeah, and if you're the Green Bay brass, I mean, if you watch the last dance and you see how vilified Jerry Krause was in that thing, despite all the great that Jerry Krause did there, and as respected as a guy who put together and constructed a dynasty, all the great he did, people just remember that he allowed Michael Jordan to walk out that door and that dynasty leaving money on the table. If you're Gudikins, if you're Murphy, if you're that Green Bay brass, all the good that you've done there in Green Bay – if you allow a talent like Aaron Rodgers and now insert Devontae Adams into the mix, if you allow these guys to walk, everything you've ever done in your career is thrown out the door. It's not remembered. It's only, how did you mess this thing up? And it speaks to a mismanage of your most important personalities and your most important talent. There's no worse misstep than what's going on right now in Green Bay. Oh, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Okay, so we've learned this over the weekend, but let me uh, reiterate to you, and when I say we've learned this, this is for a different reason, but nonetheless, if Rodgers does not show up to camp, he can be fined $50,000 per day until he reports to training camp. Uh, that's a keynote from the latest CBA, which became official back in 2020. So under the NFL's new collective bargaining agreement, players are fined fifty grand for every day of training camp missed. Um, teams cannot forgive these fines for missing training camp. That is a lot of money. Now, not for a guy who makes, you know, whatever it is. What does he make? How many millions of these? He makes a lot of money, but Uh, it it speaks to the defiance and how he's willing to play in the mud here. Right. Because he feels like he was done so wrongly by just simply not being communicated with. I think it would have been one thing if you go get Jordan Love, but to communicate with him as to why you were going to go do this. If you're going to make a tough decision as management, you have to address the why to the important people who deserve to know that. And Aaron Rodgers is at the top of that list. So now Aaron Rodgers is saying, hey, I'll make this as messy as you want to make it 
because I've been wrong. And when you mention uh, the situation, his representation, David Dunn, the guy who's, who's sitting there having those negotiations on his behalf, his agent, he went through this in 2004 with Carson Palmer with my Cincinnati Bengals, growing up in Cincinnati, loving the Bengals. Carson Palmer was our future. He was the franchise. David Dunn said, hey, same scenario. Mm-hmm. Carson Palmer mm-hmm. is going to retire because he doesn't want to be here in Cincinnati for different reasons, but he will not play. Bengals, Mike Brown, management, go ahead. We'll play this game with you, the game of chicken. And you know who ended up losing that thing? The Cincinnati Bengals, because they had to move on from their quarterback in 2004 in that season because Carson said, I'm retiring. I ain't playing. And eventually when push came to shove, the Bengals had to make that move in October of that season to move him to the Raiders. Now they got back two good pieces in Dre Kirkpatrick and ultimately Gio Bernard, uh, two pieces on the offense and defense that worked well. But Carson ended up leaving. And if you read between the lines, same representation in David Dunn, you almost assume it's going to be the same kind of thing in Green Bay if, if, if it's any indicator what history was prior. So Carson Palmer didn't show up to training camp, and he didn't show up to the first couple games of the season. He ended up being traded in October. So that is definitely something to look to um, in terms of a timeline. Again, they have the same representation, so it's a good thing you pointed that out. But what has Aaron Rodgers been up to this whole time, right? We've seen him play a lot of golf, but has he been training? Uh, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter, says he has. Take a listen. Devontae Adams talks did break down on his contract. I'm told they've been talking behind the scenes for a while. And just there was a situation where he had to be the highest paid player because he's become the highest paid receiver in the league. Executives, coaches, they all know it. He's produced at a high level. And, uh, you know, so he, he needs that in order to move on. And the Packers couldn't quite get there. We're talking 22, 23 or more million dollars per year. So with their contract structure, that was going to be hard to do right now. So Talks have paused. There's still a chance, a lot of time until week one. But here's the thing, a little wrinkle. If Aaron Rodgers does return, Devontae Adams could be incentivized to just play one more year and go into free agency in 2022. Because we know Aaron Rodgers is not long for Green Bay. If he comes back, it could be sort of begrudgingly. Maybe it's a last dance situation. They both play together for one more year. Move on. Okay, so obviously that's not Jeremy talking about the training situation, but nonetheless, that that is something that of importance. What's going to happen with Devontae Adams? Does he come back for one more year and then become a free agent? Does he argue and move on? Does he hold out? Who knows? There's the Instagram post I was talking about earlier that both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams posted over the weekend. It's of Michael Jordan and MJ um, on the court giving e- each Michael Jordan and MJ, uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen both on the court. Slight and, slight and Scotty again. This is why he has issue with people. Oh, All please. you see is MJ. I misspoke. It's freaking what that's time? Why so he's taking shots at everybody because he keeps me at a forgotten one. That's a Hall of Famer. Oh, will you relax, okay? It's, it's, I haven't even finished my coffee yet. I'll get around <laughs> to it. My goodness. Here's one more interesting angle that I want everyone just, you know, take a little bite from this snack. Some sports books has ta- have taken down any betting odds related to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers due to rumors and information about possible retirement. Now, Vegas always seems to be sometimes smarter than the rest of us. Sometimes. And we all shake our heads about this. Uh, DraftKings and PointsBet pulled NFC North futures bets um, and more. Packers win totals, all of it. So we will see what happens with that. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no po- no compromise. What I do know is at this point, it's open-ended as to what will happen with Aaron Rodgers, but he's going to be fined a lot of money going forward. Caesars' William Hill still has odds up for the Packers. We should point that out. But they've pulled the Packers over under season win total, and here's what they do have available. The Packers' odds to win the Super Bowl at plus 2,000. 
Packers odds to win the NFC NFC in general plus 900, Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP at plus 1200 and Packers odds to win the NFC North at plus 140. I have no idea if those are good odds. I would take uh some of those potentially cuz there's good value there assuming this last dance thing plays out. If it doesn't, wow, you got to feel for Jordan Love. Thrown in following uh, one of the all-time greats in NFL history and Aaron Rodgers and might not be doing it with his number 1 in Devontae Adams, but you as a Chicago Bears fan I mean, I, I'm shocked you've been able to hide the smile during this entire conversation. I tucked my Chicago in this whole time. Can Could it luck it? out any better for you guys? I mean, the Chicago Bears as a fan base and franchise couldn't be in a better spot. You, you, you fall into getting Justin Fields. You didn't fall in. You traded with the Giants. But the situation presented itself where even the Bears brass Fine. couldn't mess that thing up, and then you're in position to get Justin Fields. You might finally have your quarterback. No longer in a national broadcast with to hear about Sid Luckman over – and over right, okay. and over again, okay. Matthew Stafford, the only semblance of any kind of hope in Detroit, he leaves for greener pastures. And now you've got this going on with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. It's really you guys in Minnesota right now are kind of sitting there going, okay, I think we got a little bit of a good thing going here. So it's crazy how a, desolate a situation you can be in and almost overnight it all changes. A duel between Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton, what will happen? Although it will probably eventually become Justin Fields. It but better be Justin Fields. And <laughs> I'm talking up. week one, I hope, for you guys. It won't be week one. It should It'll be week It'll probably be like week ten. But nonetheless, you're right. Week it's ten? That's when their bye week is. I think it comes I, I think it comes either against the Raiders, which I think is like week five, I'm not exactly sure, or it comes later in the season in the bye week. It all depends on how Andy Dalton plays and how they start out of the gates. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. It'll be interesting. We will have to wait and see. But yes, this is a, a good scenario for the Chicago Bears should Aaron Rodgers go. You know what I said yesterday? Hey, to be the best, you gotta beat the best. I hope Aaron Rodgers stay. I'm like, who am I kidding? Yeah, you backtracked on that one. <laughs> who am I kidding with that? Backtracked on that one. Uh, another quarterback who wants to be traded did show up to training camp, but it might create quite the scene for his team. That's after Jordan has this from Straight Talk. Oh, Straight Talk. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get you in on the action. Well, not anymore because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract. You get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299 on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract. No compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. Watson wanted to secure his $10 million salary. David Culley, first-year head coach with the Houston Texans. He's been, been able to sort of avoid this. Now training camp is here. You can't avoid it. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
If you're going to put Deshaun Watson out there, don't tell the reporters who are there at training camp that they can't ask him about what's going on. I think it sends the message to teams that he is in shape, he is prepared to play. All right, so the news yesterday coming out of Texans training camp was that Deshaun Watson is reporting to avoid that 50000 a day fine. What does this all mean, though? This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We are not Keyshawn, J. Will, or Zubin. Uh, our names are Shay and Jordan Cornette, hanging out this morning, filling in for the guys, and happy to do so. Uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. Straight Talk Wireless 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Um, Just realize that's your new jean jacket. You feeling yourself in that thing? I did buy this over the weekend. Yeah, look at you. Let's go. I don't know if I'm feeling myself. It's like too early and I'm like sitting down. It's weird. I think you, I think you look great. But, uh, you sound great do, too for those on the radio. I do, like, I do like the jean jacket. Do you like it? I think you look great. Okay, That's thanks. why I mentioned it. Right, thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> um, okay, so over the weekend, quarterback Deshaun Watson reported to Texans training camp, as I said, to avoid that 50000 a day fine. That's what he would be fined. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not something that can be waived anymore by the Texans. So that could be implemented. And obviously that's a lot of money. Um, And I understand at this point why Deshaun Watson reported to training camp, A, because of the money, and B, also he has been in the media for a lot of different reasons that do not pertain to football. And so he probably wants to show the Texans and other teams, because he still does want to trade out of Houston, that he still has it, right? That he's still available for other teams. However, um, Jordan, yesterday when we heard this news, and you and I did radio together yesterday, it kind of annoyed me because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I get what's going on on the football front, but are we just going to pretend like there's not two twenty-two open pending, still being investigated lawsuits out there against him? 22 different women, yeah. With 22 different women? This is not one or two. This is not a small batch or something that's not <laughs> serious. This is still serious. And while, yes, I understand how things work, you're innocent until proven guilty, and they still need to find more facts, and they need to get to the bottom of what actually went down, that's all fine. But until you have all of the details, when there's 22 open cases out there, 22 different women coming forward, don't you think maybe he should be somewhere like, I don't know, the commissioner's exemplist or somewhere where it says to the rest of the league and to the viewers and to the fans, like, hey, we're still going to figure out what actually went down with this guy until we put him out in training camp and open up the conversation for trades and whatnot. Don't you think that would be a better situation at this point? Uh, Absolutely. It's messy. It's a messy situation, and there's really one person you look to that can remedy this messy situation, and it's Roger Goodell. He needs to assert himself. He needs to use his power and say, yeah, the situation that is going on right now has Deshaun Watson showing up to camp, 22 allegations pending with no resolution in sight. He can't speak to the media, or at least they're keeping him from speaking to the media about what's going on. It's clearly the elephant in any room because of the severity of it. It's a messy situation. So all Roger Goodell needs to do is step in and say, we're putting him on a commissioner's exemplist. He can have his money. He can be off to the side. He's not showing up as and representing this league. Because what you're doing right now, in my opinion, Shay, is you're sending a message and you're shaping a narrative, subconsciously or not. But by having Deshaun Watson out there right now, you are saying – Right now, I I just don't think that there's anything really he's done that warrants him not being out there. So that says these 22 allegations for right now, 
don't carry as much weight as they should be carrying. And this is a country where you hope, for Deshaun Watson's case and any of us living in this country, that you're innocent until proven guilty. You should be. And right now we don't know any guilt over the head of Deshaun Watson. But what we do know is it's a messy situation that he's involved in. And until you get resolution, he has no business being out there representing this league. And it's a messy look, and it's a bad look. And it's starting to shape a message that's saying, Deshaun, it kind of seems like maybe this isn't a thing, and that's why we're letting him be out there. You don't want that. Roger Goodell needs to say, for right now till this gets figured out, I don't want to see him around the franchise. I don't want to see him out there representing this league because this needs to be resolved. So a few things here. Dan Graziano is going to join us here at 7.15 on set on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. But Dan had said this about the Texans and the Watson situation. He said, Watson is very unlikely to actually see the practice field for Houston. They need to get their quarterbacks ready who are actually going to play for them. So the notion is that he's probably not going to play, be it because of trade or because of this situation or whatever it is. But this is one more thing. The league could still put Watson on the commissioner's commissioner's exemplist, which is obviously paid leave, essentially. And they very well may. But they usually only do that during the season since guys don't get paid big bucks until then. The only thing I'm going to say in an argument to what uh, Dan Graziano pointed out, which I think is a good thing because the big bucks do come in those game checks during the year. Guys still get paid during training camp, okay? You're still around the team. You can still practice if you're not on that commissioner's exemplist. And although he said that might not happen for Deshaun Watson, if you put him on there, then he is restricted from practicing. He can be at workouts and he can be around the team and he can actually still get paid, but it removes him from any sort of situation where he would have to speak to the media, where he would have to practice with the team, and then he's in the background instead of the forefront. And let's be very clear, neither side want to be there. Deshaun's showing up so he doesn't take these penalties in terms of the $50,000 a day. So that's why he's there. And on the Texans side, they don't want him out there risking injury because they know ultimately they're going to move this player who doesn't want to be there. So it behooves neither side for him to be there. That's why Roger Goodell needs to step in and say, okay, this is, in a, this is not benefiting either side. There's a simple solution. Keep him out of the limelight. Keep him away from the media. Don't create any narrative one way or the other. Let this figure itself out behind closed doors. And that's why Roger Goodell needs to act. I, it's just something needs to be done. Like I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend these next few weeks on this show or any other discussing where Deshaun Watson's going to be traded, what he might look like in a different uniform, how he can lead another team to the promise. Like, I don't want to talk but about again, it but until I, this is all figured out. Then we can talk about it. But again, it. it's important to note, in this country, and should be everywhere globally, you are innocent until proven guilty. That's fine. And so he should not be treated as a guilty person. He should be treated as somebody who has serious allegations and a whole lot of them, a whole lot of them pending. And until this gets figured out, until there's resolution, however that comes, and hopefully justice prevails for all parties involved, until then, we should not be seeing him. I agree wholeheartedly with you, Shay. And I agree with that. But if you're still trying to find the facts, like, let's just move this narrative yeah, to the background. Like, for now. That would make 100%. more sense for everyone involved. Also, can we just point out how, like, we talk about this fall from grace sometimes, like, where the Texans were two years ago. They were in the divisional round against the Chiefs, I think, leading 23 to nothing at halftime. Oof. Like, do we remember this? Then there was the trades that happened, and no more Bill O'Brien, and it's it's. Well, Bill O'Brien happened, and everything kind of kind of crumbled. Well, then DeAndre Hopkins leaving was a big deal too. Well, that's obviously. what I'm saying. Bill, Bill O'Brian happened by letting his ego Watson get in the way. demanded a trade. There were issues inside the locker room and with you know upper management, and and then they have a new head coach, and it's like again, this was a team that was leading twenty four to nothing in the AFC divisional round two years ago. 
Yeah, it's, Houston, look, Houston's been through it. Let's not forget the Houston Rockets, who were a game away from the NBA Finals. They had Chris Paul, they had James Harden there. Now look at the Rockets, too. So H-Town is a whole lot of fun. There's a lot of great things going on there. Not at sports, sports, ain't. <laughs> sports, sports ain't it right now. Sport, yeah, not right now. The do we need to bring up the Astros? From you? No. Well, the Ast- Well, no, that is probably the bright spot. The Astros. <laughs> well, now they've turned things around. But a few now years they've ago, proven they, they don't need to cut corners. And they don't need the garbage cans. Top right now. They don't need the garbage cans anymore. <laughs> uh, did adding a little pop to Team USA actually take away their edge? Mm, that's next. After Jordan has this from Rumble on. Do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell? Well. With RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle. They even pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and even if you're just looking to trade in, RumbleOn will pay cash no matter what the make or model. See what RumbleOn can do for you by visiting RumbleOn.com. Fast bikes, faster cash. Sports Center right now, Australia's Ariane Titmus beats American Katie Ledecky in the 400-meter freestyle. Australia's Ariane Titmus chased down American Katie Ledecky to capture the gold medal in the women's 400-meter freestyle. Ledecky posted the fourth fastest time in the history of this event, but Titmus posted the second fastest time ever, trailing only... Ledecky's still standing world record from the 2016 Rio Games. This was the first of likely five events that Ledecky will compete in these games. Speaking of upsets, Team USA men's basketball lost 83-76 to France to open the Tokyo Olympics, snapping their 25-game Olympic winning streak dating back to 2004. The Americans were outscored 16-2 over the final three minutes and 40 seconds of the game when they shot 0-9 for from the floor. France's Evan Fournier led all scorers with 28 points. The Next group stage game for the U.S. is on Wednesday against Iran. In NFL news, Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson reported to training camp Sunday in order to avoid a $50,000 a day daily fine, according to ESPN. Under the new CBA, teams can no longer forgive fines, and Watson would have been a fine for every day he was absent from camp. The quarterback reportedly still wants to be traded by the Texans, a stance that has remained unchanged since the start of the offseason. Center is brought to you by California Almonds. Country versus country, you versus the home printer. No matter the competition, you need natural fuel. Almonds are exactly that fuel that's best for you. Almonds are natural energy packs. Stay on task. Feel good fuel. To power you through. California Almonds own your every day, every day. The U.S. with an eight-point lead at the half, and France has stormed back. Obviously, the French played well in this game, but the Americans did not execute, did not get it done. A disgusting performance by the United States men's national team. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. All right, Team USA goes down to France, and perhaps you slept in on a Sunday yesterday, and you woke up and you saw this, and you're like, oh boy, Team USA is struggling mightily right now uh, over in Tokyo. That's for sure. Had the lead late. Couldn't yeah, close. Couldn't close. This is Keyshawn Jabel and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. My name is Shay Cornette. He's Jordan Cornette, my husband. Uh, filling in for the guys this morning. Jay, before we break down basically what happened here against France, let's hear from Tim Legler, shall we, on why Team USA uh, dropped another L. Take a listen. Legler, are you there? Why did Team USA lose to France? Perhaps? No? Okay. Uh, well, we'll hear from Legler in just a little bit. We're having some technical difficulties. But nonetheless, nonetheless Jordan, um, we have now seen Team USA struggle in exhibition games. And now in their first opening game um, in Tokyo, they, they, they dropped their first one to France. And, and it results in an L. And it, and it straps a 20, or snaps rather a 25-game Olympic winning streak dating back to 2004 for Team USA. And so what does this mean and what happened? Well, to me, it speaks to, it's ain't 1992 anymore. And, and the dream team, the, the best, uh, uh, the most impressive, impressively assembled team in sport, you could argue. That 92 team, that dream team that won gold in Barcelona. I mean, you go through it. They have Michael Jordan, Magic, Larry Bird, Barkley, Robinson, Stockton. You can go down the list, Hall of Famers, and they steamrolled a competition. But what was the competition in 92? Vastly different than what it is now because the game has grown globally. And that's with much respect to that dream team and the impact that they had that basketball skyrocketed in terms of the evenly uh, distributed talent across this world. And so some of these guys you're seeing on the screen for those watching, you've got Gobert, you've got Batum, you've got Evan Fournier, you've got guys who can play. And so the U.S. no longer like in 92 when they step on the court and the, the opposition's asking to take pictures with them, sign their jerseys, they're in awe. No, these guys compete with them year-round. They play the game at a very high level. They're masters of the craft in their own right. Maybe not as talented as Team USA, but have a talent and can compete. And the biggest differentiator to me is you've got a Team USA that is loaded with prime talent, ball-dominant superstars, each of them playing in the NBA, being their go-to guy. And now they have to come together, develop this chemistry. Whereas on the other side, in Team France, these are guys who are masters of a role. When you're a master of a role as opposed to a superstar, you can find that chemistry amongst others and learn to play off the ball and still be effective more seamlessly than the team chock full of superstars. So it's not always the best, most talented team wins. It's the team who plays the best together. And we saw with the personnel going big as opposed to Team USA electing to go small. They were able to get it done. I'm not surprised as much as others are. 
I think at this point, though, it has been well documented. And maybe that's just because I live with you and you tell me this over and over again. Like, and I know you brought up the dream team from the 90s, but this is not where like USA basketball shows up and everyone's gasping and can't believe that they're seeing these superstars 100%. anymore because the wealth is shared around. And, and credit to the NBA, and, and that is something that they've done, has made it more of a national brand. But this isn't all eyes on Team USA anymore. Like, NBA superstars are everywhere. And, and France has got a few. Every team has got a few at this point. And I, I just wonder how much of that is playing into this as well. Like, it's not big, bad Team USA anymore. Also, how about coaching? Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News tweeted this. The past three times Team USA used a sitting NBA head coach for a men's national team in any event, um, USA finished 6th, 3rd, and 7th. Okay? That is not 1st or 2nd. 6th, Third and seventh. And so let's bring in Alan Yates really quick. He's in the controls um, for us for the show on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. He's a huge NBA fan. And I know you have an opinion, especially about the coaching that's going on right now with Team USA. Yates, what, what say you? Listen, Jordan, I didn't wake up, okay, all early on a Sunday on my day to get some rest to see this roster running these 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 Spurs like plays. Like, I'm not here for this right now. I need a I need a different type of offense. I ain't gonna blame Pop. I'm not going to say it's a pop problem, but thank you, Pat. I did not wake up yeah, you're coming, you're to com- see these plays being ran, this hero ball being ran, all these missed threes late, and then dudes turn around saying, you know, well, look, everybody just playing harder than us right now. Like, nah, bro, I don't know how you feel about it, but I know in my heart I did not wake up to see KD and Dame and Jason Tatum and all these guys running a stale offense from, from San Antonio. He feels like it's boring basketball. Well, let Let's ask, not sugarcoat let me, it. Let me ask you this, Yates, because uh, the experts out West still believe that Team USA is the favorite to get this thing done. So that being said, do you still ride with Team USA? You think it's a done deal? They're playing for uh, a secondary medal, uh, silver or bronze at best. Uh, I, I still think we get the gold, but I do think it's going to be a lot harder than any other time that we've watched this team play. So. I think I think you're, everybody's ready to fight until they get punched in the mouth, and 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 I think a, a simple uh, way to analyze this is to say, and Yates, I'm gonna ride with you here and say, the more these guys get acclimated, the more they learn uh, other strengths and, and how to play off and be effective without the basketball, because it's the most challenging thing in the game is when you're a ball dominant guy. How can I have my impact with somebody else's system with other personnel that I'm not used to? The longer they're there, they're better off. Uh, but I think they need to get punched in their mouth in an actual game. I think you write off the exhibitions and say we got reinforcements coming from the NBA Finals. Their best performer versus France was Drew Holiday, who just won a world championship. It was on minimal sleep. Now people are wondering if you should call it a world championship or just an American NBA right, championship, given right. how they're showing. Uh, but I think time will get them to that space. But I think Pop needs to really look in the mirror and say, how should I use my personnel? Because I think it got exposed here by electing to go small with – Bam and Draymond Green at your four or five, and then you just got out bullied by a bigger team that employed a couple seven footers and outclassed you. So I think there's a look at how do we want to use our personnel, and that comes with time. Uh, so this is another nugget here as well. The USA had a 25 game Olympic winning streak, right? All those wins, Jay, came with Coach K as the head coach. He took over after the 2004 Olympics when USA last lost. So how much does that impact Coach K's legacy now that USA lost the last Olympic game without him as head coach and the first with him as head coach? It's big time. And it only helps for that Coach K legacy and aura to grow and shine a little bit brighter. I think a big part of this 
uh, was his ability to man- manage personalities. I mean, that's what Coach K has done at Duke, uh, bringing in blue chipper after blue chipper. And you can say the same for NBA coaches. They're managing egos, but it's the approach. And Coach K so very much leans into the, the mental side. Uh, the philosophy, understanding the energy of his guys, and you saw that relationship flourish with Kobe in those those previous Olympics, and Carmelo Anthony, and the reverence in which those guys would talk about Coach K, almost like Monty Williams was able to get the best out of that Phoenix group, guys who hadn't really played to their potential, but Monty was able to tap into something. Coach K has that ability, and I think that kind of elevated that group. Not to say Coach Pop doesn't have that, but maybe not at the clip that a Coach K did. Maybe a lot of this is understanding your role, understanding what this is for country, and finding a way to come together, gel, and make this thing work. And clearly this team is is clunky in that regard right now. Okay, so what happens going forward for Team USA? Uh, they lost to Australia and Nigeria in exhibition games as well. They'll face Iran on Wednesday at 12.40 a.m. Eastern and Czech Republic on Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern. USA needs to win both those games to get out of the group stage and to advance. Let's hear from Tim Legler now, ESPN NBA analyst, on what's going to happen going forward for Team USA. I do think they're going to get better each and every day that they are together. So that's the good news for them. Uh, Let's see what they can learn from this because they should feel a sense of embarrassment about this. I don't care who you're playing. If you're Team USA, you're expected to win the gold medal. There should be a sense of embarrassment about the loss, and hopefully that requires them to dig a little bit deeper on both ends of the floor as they go forward. Yeah, I agree with Tim. He's the world's best. I mean, there's absolutely a sense of embarrassment because they know what the standard is. They know what the history is, uh, and they know what they did in the stretch of that game, an inability to close. I mean, you're talking about the game being global, like I said, but still the best players in that game are in American jerseys. And so you got to take a pride in being the most talented in the world. Uh, True guys that when you look back on this stage of the game and say these were the faces of it, uh, giving up 28 to a guy like Evan Fournier, who's a, a role guy, a legitimate piece in the NBA, but a knockdown shooter and a secondary scorer to be the best player on the floor, that's not good enough. And let's be clear, though, France is a team that's competing for a medal here uh, and, and could very well win the gold. But if you're America, you got to say, that ain't good enough. Not being able to score a basket in the final four minutes, 20 seconds, is not going to cut it. And you got to expect them to come out with a true sense of urgency versus Iran coming up in this next game because they have to be flawless here to move through this grouping round. Uh, it just issues too, like two of your best players and Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant struggling mightily, especially yeah. down the stretch. Like you can't have that. And also when have you ever even seen that, especially lately from Kevin Durant or Damian Lillard? These are two guys that are normally great in the fourth quarter and great in the clutch. I don't know if, it, what is that? Like why? I, I really think that there's more to the fact that when it's closing time in Portland, it's game time. <laughs> when, with with Kevin Durant, yeah, he plays with two stars there in James Harden and Kyrie Irving. But they had a, had time to adapt to each other's games to know. And there was that moment where they had to figure it out. Okay, James will be the, the point, and then we'll play off of him. And they didn't play a ton of games together, which was the problem in Jersey in, in Jersey in Brooklyn yeah. this year. Uh, but so you got guys who have to look around and say, "Is this where I assert myself to win this game? Is KD going to be in this spot?" And I think it's a bigger adjustment for a team that doesn't have those type of role guys who are masters of roles like France employs. Fournier knows, okay, I'm kind of our scorer, so I'll be that guy. Gobert knows, let me be the bully down low. Batum, let me be that that mismatched guy. Roles are more defined when you're not the guys 
like they are on Team USA, and that's a little bit of a difference. Oh, Pop, let's define the roles. Let's get to yeah. it. Time's I mean, a ticket. Hey, Yates is calling for his head. I mean, calling for his job. <laughs> I just Yates? need something different. Man. He needs something different. The ether. All right, in case you missed it overnight, Luka Doncic scored 48 points in his Olympic debut as Slovenia beat Argentina 118-100. to Doncic's 48 points tied for second most in a game in Olympic history and the most since Brazil's Oscar Schmidt scored a record 55 against Spain in 1988. Overnight delivery is brought to you by USPS. Business is changing and USPS is changing with it. Find out how at USPS.com slash new routes. The United States Postal Service priority is you. Is it fair for me to say that Tom Brady is expected to play at least two more seasons? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think this year they might get another one. I definitely think he'll get one more in the next two years to get everybody back. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a big disappointment. Oh, yeah. Training camps underway in the NFL. So on Saturday, the Bucks reported training camp. Yesterday was their first official day uh, of practice. And so... What's going on with the reigning Super Bowl champs? Shall we find out? Let's bring in Jenna Lane, ESPN Bucks reporter. She is down in Tampa Bay and taking it all in firsthand for us. Good morning to you, Jenna. Thanks for joining us here on the Goodyear Hotline. Hope you are doing well. So uh, Tom Brady had off-season surgery. I still can't believe he played pretty much the entire season with a torn MCL, but that's a discussion for another day. So how has he been looking thus far? Well, gosh, Shay, I completely agree. And I actually mentioned that to Bruce Arians, and he said, you know, it's not as uncommon as you think. I have coached quarterbacks before who have played with, played with torn MCLs. And for those that aren't maybe accustomed to throwing the football or haven't played before, which would include me, um, <laughs> people don't realize how much throwing actually comes from your lower body and, and how difficult it is when you don't have – that stability so it really is quite amazing that he was able to do that Mike Evans said it really just speaks to how tough of a player he was he knew that he was hurt last year and he was hurt pretty badly but he had no idea that it was that badly so um but but you could you could see a little bit of a difference in him yesterday not much but um Evans actually said he felt like Brady had a little more spring in his step and it's interesting because that knee sleeve that we have seen him wear really since you know, he suffered that knee injury several years ago that he's worn, whether it's playing football, recreational golf, uh, pick up basketball games, or even when he's on party boats drinking avocado tequila. Um, <laughs> he, he didn't have it around his knee yesterday. He had it more at his shin. And so um, I didn't get close enough to Brady to see whether or not that was, that was his knee brace. It looked like it was his knee brace and it was just rolled down to his shin or whether it was some type of a shin brace. But that was an interesting new development from yesterday. But you know, he looked as really as, as good as you could expect for a, a first day of training camp. Some of his receivers did have some dropped passes. I know Bruce Arians would like to clean those up, and he really wants to have a stronger second half of practice today. But overall, he's pleased. He, he um, you know, he doesn't sense any complacency from his guys. But, uh, of course, we're going to have to see how things unfold, uh, really, as, as camp gets underway. We still have quite a few days before the pads come on. Pretty pristine spot to be in, Jenna. You're the Super Bowl champs, and everybody comes back, and oh, by the way, Tom Brady's your quarterback, and his health seems to be in a decent spot. After that focus of Tom Brady and his health, where does the focus shift to in camp from your perspective? Well, a big focus is going to be on injuries. You know, I I really applaud Bruce Arians for going back and doing some – 
self-assessment. He went back to when he was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals and they lost the NFC championship game and reevaluated the way he did things. And he said he felt like he rode those guys way too hard in the spring. And that come fall, he saw a lot of soft tissue injuries. And so what he did this year um, and, 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 you know, the, the whole idea of sports science, he has just embraced more and more as, as time has gone on. Applaud him for doing that. He just realized, all right, you know what? I need to give these guys a break. This is a team that is not accustomed to playing in the postseason. And granted, they didn't have preseason games last year, but still they played four extra weeks, practiced five extra weeks. So he told the veterans, stay home from OTAs. They still had to log in. Um, they still had to do their virtual meetings. But he, he told the veterans and the starters from last year, the guys that really weren't going to be in danger of, of losing a roster spot, he said, stay home, stay healthy, rest up. And, and to be honest, I, I thought that they looked really good in minicamp. Mike Evans actually said, you know, it felt like we never left. Didn't quite see that same level of execution yesterday. Um, but I asked Arians, you know, when are you going to know if that was really the right decision for you guys? And he said, you know, it's going to be a few weeks when we'll really see if, if that extra rest kind of helped them or, or maybe hurt them. Um, you know, again, talking about those soft tissue injuries. And I know the league is also putting a little more of a focus right now on, uh, on hamstring injuries in particular this year and studying why those, why those tend to happen with some teams and, and not others and, and what can be done to fix those. So, um, but, but Arian said that really the big thing, the big thing is going to be injuries because they just don't, they don't get the sense that complacency is going to be a problem, especially not with Tom at the helm. Yeah, no doubt. Talking to Jenna Lane right now, ESPN Bucks reporter. You're listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Shay and Jordan Cornette filling in for the guys this morning. We're staying here on the Goodyear Hotline with Jenna. Um, so you mentioned the injuries and the guys not being at OTAs. Um, and I know they're kind of this run it back to her starts over the last two days. But two guys that we haven't seen on the practice field um, is O.J. Howard and Antonio Brown. Two guys also working back from injury. And so, Jenna, how does Bruce Arians work these two guys into the fold? Antonio Brown, obviously a big part of that Super Bowl run. O.J. Howard, not so much because of his injury. So what's the deal with them going forward? I think O.J. Howard is close, and it's funny. Um, Arians actually said when we met with him yesterday, the first thing he said was, I'm not talking about who's not practicing. And he did not want to talk about injuries yesterday. But I actually caught up with O.J. just a little bit after practice, and I saw him doing some work with the trainers on the practice field. I, I think he's close, and I've, I've watched him work out a little bit as well. Um, you know, and, of course, he's, he's coming back from a ruptured Achilles that forced him to miss almost the whole season, which meant – that he had almost a full season to, to try and recover. So I think he's probably closer. And, and he told me, I know you guys can appreciate this, he, he told me that he he can't wait to, to finally get out there practicing because he wants his newborn daughter to come out there and watch him practice. So um, I think he might be closer than A.B., but Arians also said he's just not in a rush to get A.B. back. You know, he knows what he can do. Um, you know, both those guys were, were out on the field still yesterday with teammates. I saw O.J. kind of tossing the ball around with Tom a little bit um, just as he was getting warmed up, you know, still trying to maintain that connection. But um, Arians doesn't seem too, too concerned with those guys. There's also some other guys that are out though, and it'll be interesting to see um, when they can get them back. There's some mystery surrounding Cam Braid and, and why he's not out there. He was placed on the, on the PUP list. So that's another tight end that they're down. And then also Justin Watson, uh, a backup wide receiver, but, but really more of a core special teams performer. He's going to be out four to possibly five months. Wow. Um, he had a, a procedure as well. Interesting stuff. Okay, so if the if the Bucks can somehow work in O.J. Howard, Cameron Brayton, Rob Gronkowski, wow, what a tight end room. My goodness. All right, Jenna Lane, thanks so much for the insight. We appreciate it. Reporting from Bucks Camp. We'll talk to you soon.
Sounds good. See you later. So, Jordan, the last team to repeat a Super Bowl champs was Tom Brady-led Patriots. That was in 2003 and 2004. This current stretch of 16 consecutive seasons without a repeat Super Bowl champion is the longest all, all time. And so quickly, can the Bucks do it? Well, I think it gives Tom Brady uh, another thing to chase. When you add on to this one-of-one career that he's had, he's already proven what he was in New England. He's left New England and proved he can do it somewhere else. And now if you become, become the guy – uh, to run it back again. And, oh, by the way, you're the last guy to do it some, what, you said 17 years ago, mm-hmm. 16, 17 years ago? Quick math. It's, okay, just, yeah. it's just another way to say, I'm Tom Brady, ain't nobody else like me. And those are the kind of things that can fuel him, to continue to go in uncharted territory and say, this is mine right here. He, I've done this. He needs more things to fuel him. I mean, the man just breaks records. Yeah. you got to find a way to get up for another season, right? After you've done it, coming off that high of doing it in Tampa. Entering his 22nd season in the NFL. That's crazy. That offensive line continues to protect a guy who had an MCL playing with a bad knee. And you're going out there and doing it. Why can't he run it back when everyone returns? So, yeah, to, to not be complacent. Other franchises become complacent when you do it. Tom Brady knows what it's like to do it in 03, get right back up and do it in 04, and you need somebody with that mentality to say, hey, last year, that's in a rear view. It's forgotten about. It's about this year. Let's go get it. Who's the perfect guy to lead you with that mentality? Tom Brady. Yeah, I feel like if the, most teams will feel like they have arrived, right? And I think the fact that this is a Bucks team that pretty much came on after the bye week is really when they would all agree, Bruce Arians on down would agree, this is when everything started to click for them and why they were able to go so deep in the postseason. This was no walk in the park. I mean, I remember when they faced the Giants, uh, I think it was either Thursday night football or Monday night football, I can't quite remember, and that was a really close game. And it felt like after that, too, is when everything started to come together for them. So can they do it from start to finish now throughout the entirety of the season? And it's culture, because when you look at Tom Brady 03-04, culture got that done. Culture will get it done if they do it this year. I think back to, I think it was the Cowboys who ran it back-to-back before that. Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, there's a culture there of, hey, we're good, but this isn't enough. Let's get greedy. Let's get gluttonous. Yeah, we'll see. All right, a second-year quarterback being compared to a three-time MVP. Who could that be? That's next right here on KJZ on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.